Whoever shot a hole into my car last night, your mom's a hoe and your bald-headed granny can't cook. I hope you have explosive diarrhea every day for the rest of your life. life. Also, if you have any info, please let me know. I have filed a police report. (laughs) I like the switch up became very very, very professional. Yeah, she knew her audience. (laughs) Like You knew who she was talking to every single line. And low-key, bald-headed grannies can't cook. They lost their hair in the kitchen fire. Okay. <laughs> the whole thing. <laughs> Just <laughs> lit up it. <laughs> I'm Chinna Duyanaka. And I'm Candace Thompson. And you're listening to Nosy Neighbors, where we'll be breaking down the most absurd neighborhood posts we can find on the Citizen and Nextdoor apps. But not just there. We find posts from everywhere online. Facebook, Facebook Twitter. Shoot, Instagram. YouTubes. Google Maps. <laughs> We're checking it all. So stay tuned. This episode is brought to you by Amazon Prime. You know Amazon Prime is not just a shipping subscription, right? It's got everything, including streaming TV and movies on Prime Video. And of course, Prime's fast, free shipping. Go from watching your favorite shows to getting your favorite things. Whatever you're into, it's on Prime. Visit Amazon.com slash Prime to get more out of whatever you're into. That's a... That's a lot. To wish someone diarrhea for the rest of their life? No, 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 no. Not just diarrhea. Explosive Explosive. diarrhea. There's a difference, Candace. (laughs) I've had diarrhea maybe 25 times in my life. I've only had explosive diarrhea diarrhea once. A handful. (laughs) I will never forget that day. food point. Oh, no. That happened to me one time at an airport. Mm. Oh, my God. (laughs) I wanted to die. God bless your heart. At an airport? At 6.30 in the morning. I think it was from a salad that I had eaten the night before from Sweet Green. Yep. 6.30 in the morning. I was like, I'm going to die. And then proceeded to have mud butt. I had to go to San Francisco and then I had to drive four hours to get to a gig. Had mud butt the whole trip. I was blowing yeah. up bathrooms from L.A. Yeah. to the Bay. You, you're a terrorist. <laughs> you had explosive diarrhea at the airport. They were like, ma'am. They're like, what is that noise? <laughs> I'm on the no-fly list now, for right. sure. Right. <laughs> explosive diarrhea is getting on the wall. <laughs> Just off top. Your feet are up in the stall. <laughs> you cannot keep it in the toilet. I don't... Just get it on the wall. Just, just return the whole bathroom. But do you think that that punishment is worthy of the crime? They yeah, they, they put a bullet hole in her car. We don't know if she was even the yeah, target. Could have been a drive-by, yeah. went awry. You know, it's funny. She never report the dead body next to the car. Just, no, just you hit my car, man, fam. Man, I'm going to get this. Then I got to take this to right. the shop. Before we start talking about what's going on in everybody else's neighborhood, mm-hmm. we like to talk about what's going on in our neighborhood. Because we always have some stuff to get off our chest, our scene, or read some crazy things, too. You know, because our neighborhoods be crackalacking, too. They be cracking. Not yours so much. Yeah, I was mine, just about to say mine never be cracking. Mine's be acting. <laughs> yeah, no, and true to form, <laughs> this post, it's kind of lame, but at the same time, I found it a little bit humorous. And the title, is what got me looking for specific croissant with cheese and spinach. Looking for a specific croissant, croissant with, with cheese. cheese and spinach. Mm. Yes. So this lady uh, wrote, if you live or live near Park La Brea, you know we used to have a small coffee shop which sold amazing croissants. 
They were with cheese and spinach and amazing. <laughs> Does this have a name? Pinar. Pinar. I knew it was going to be Pinar. <laughs> Pinar sounds like the name of someone who's obsessing over a croissant with cheese and spinach. spinach. But she And she keeps stressing the cheese and spinach. Right. So she already said it in the title. Mm-hmm. She then put it again in the middle of the post. Mm-hmm. And then at the end, in the last paragraph, she makes sure everyone is clear. I am not right. asking about plain. She writes it in caps. Plain. I am not asking about almond. Or chocolate, ham and cheese ones. She said, I'm not talking about those all in bold. I am asking you specifically (laughs) for the cheese or the spinach. If you know any place, thank you. Now I feel bad for her. Because, (laughs) see, before I chimed in, I should have let you read the whole post. Because I could hear the exhaustion. And the desperation. In her voice, you know? I got a lot of, like, very castaway Tom Hanks vibes. Like... (laughs) The fact that she wrote this on one of the apps on an app means that she's tried every other Everything. app before she got here. She's exhausted every other app. She avenue. was on Yelp. Correct. She, she was called on Craigslist. Craigslist. She called all of her friends. She texted her family members. IG posts, Facebook, and everybody kept responding with, hey, "There's a homie croissant. There's a one of him with cheese on the supposedly for butt." And she's like, "You know." I'm Motherfucker, talking I'm talking about cheese and spinach, <laughs> you know? And our people are like, well, why don't you just buy cheese, spinach, and, and make it fucking your own croissant? I don't want to fucking do that, it's bro. Not the same. I want whatever gluten shit they're putting in this cheese and spinach croissant because it's fire. Yeah, no, there's always a secret ingredient. Even when when places tell you they reveal mm. their recipes, mm. they always leave out like two of the exactly. ingredients. To, to make you think that you're the crazy one. Exactly. And I'm not. I used to always love McDonald's milkshakes. Their milkshakes to me, for and I don't know if they're the same as how they were when I was younger, but yeah. when I was younger, I used to love their milk. Even their ice cream. I loved their ice cream better than any like other fast food ice cream. Mm. So this one time, I remember looking for a McDonald's milkshake. I stopped at five different ones. Mm. None of them had them. I started crying. Yeah. <laughs> Like if and if we had had access like we do now to post about it, mm-hmm. I would have posted. Hello, does anybody know of a McDonald's that has some milkshakes right now? Because I really want one. But no, back then real. we didn't have the technology. I, I'm I don't know. I want to like comment and be like, did you find it? Just so right. I can feel like, is mm-hmm. there a happy ending to the story? She's gonna be really pissed if you do that. Like she don't want to answer no questions if you don't have it. She's like, you know? <laughs> do you know where I can find one? Otherwise, right. I don't want to hear about exactly. it. Exactly. Yeah. Fuck you, your little show. <laughs> I would be. It would be great to have her on as a guest. Right, oh, that'd be amazing. Did you ever find that croissant, ma'am? Right. She's like, never. That's her last words. <laughs> so I had a crazy story. Um, this one's actually really special because this is actually where I'm from. You know, where I grew. I, I was born in South Central, but I spent most of my time in Harbor City. Yeah, yeah, yeah. which is it's all LA. But this is on Figueroa Place and West Pacific Coast Highway, Harbor City, California. Mm-hmm. And the post reads. Report of a man, and this is not a typo, throwing ninja stars, okay? Police are responding to a report of a man throwing ninja stars in the course of a fight. The incident reported at Figure Road Place and West Pacific Coast Highway. The comments reads, please tell me there's a clip of this. (laughs) And let me tell you my people listening in, if there was, I would have found it because there wasn't. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> of course I checked World Star. 
Ninja stars, man. <laughs> this is why I'm such a nice guy, man. Because you just never know who's trained. You don't. You don't know who's trained out there. I don't be out here fighting strangers, man, because you never know no, who, who is trained. Karate. Man, if the shorter the man, the more trained that person is. Because <laughs> they know they've been fighting their they, whole their whole lives. lives, man. They had enough. Well, I have a question. Mm-hmm. Where does one purchase ninja stars? Is that off the dark web? You don't purchase ninja stars. What do you mean? You're given ninja stars. Oh, like a Kill Bill situation? Yeah, man. This is a graduation <laughs> gift. This is the shit you get when you're a leather belt. A leather belt? It's one, one step above black. You're a dial leather belt. A suede belt. What? <laughs> <laughs> and now I have another question. Yeah. Once you throw the ninja stars, mm-hmm. do you then go retrieve them? Or do you leave them in the victim or wherever you threw them and then you go earn more? Yeah, usually you wanna you wanna leave it in the victims to send a message. But if you're no longer in class, And you ain't got the money like that. You definitely try to retrieve your ninja stars. Yeah, I think I would. Because, like, what are the odds of you getting presented with more ninja stars? I'm not in that world. See? I would keep them. I would want to hold on to them. I don't know if I would. And that's another. I wouldn't want to waste them on just anybody. Well, you got to remember, too, like, people don't really be using ninja stars like that. A lot of times, when you're using ninja stars, this is a one-on-seven situation. So So there's multiple people coming Oh, yeah. This wasn't a guy by himself. Mm. Matter of fact, it was the guy with the ninja stars probably calling for help because he was being ambushed. <laughs> he was really, really oh, in yeah. a dire situation. Anybody who owned ninja stars don't need ninja stars. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like one on one, they got it. But I understand that. One on eight. One on eight. Now they die. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Now you need that makes sense and none at the same, at same time. time. <laughs> and that's my and that's my style. And that's my style. <laughs> Let me tell you. <laughs> it just sounded good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, That's exactly what if I do. If you need the ninja stars, you don't really need them. Right. If you need the ninja stars, you're not ready to use them. Let me tell you right now, okay? Well, remind me to wear my ninja star repellent when I come in your neighborhood next now, time. What you need to do is just practice like me. Yes, sir. Please, thank you. And don't make no eye problem. contact. It's all good. And keep it moving. <laughs> Appreciate you. Don't worry, I forgive you. <laughs> all right, next up, we have our Neighborhood Watch. This is where we dive a little bit deeper into neighborhood apps to find the best local stories. Our first story, it was titled Person Robbed by Squeegee Kids. And this happened on 2310 Browning Highway, Kent Industrial Area, Baltimore. One of the comments reads, Stop calling them squeegee kids. They grown-ass men. <laughs> A 9-11 caller has reported the robbery. Well, there's a lot to unpack here. There is. So, Should we clarify what squeegee kids are? Let's talk about it, because I'm not, I'm not 100% sure. <laughs> yeah. When I hear the word squeegee, you mm-hmm. immediately think, oh, it's one of those people that's, you know, offering to clean off your windshield with a squeegee. Right. But you don't necessarily assume that that person is going to rob you. Right. <laughs> and what a smart way to rob somebody. Let's give them some credit. Because the squeegee is the diversion, mm-hmm, you know? Mm-hmm. You're pretending that you're helping the car. Mm-hmm. You know, you're cleaning it and then you take it. 
It's very much how a lot of governments work, you know, in other countries. They pretend to be. Um, it's also here. What are you right, talking that about? That too. That too. It's right? like, let's pretend to be this benevolent mm-hmm. thing that is going to help you. And then all of a sudden, gotcha. Gotcha. But your window's clean. So and then you're, you're like, you're less really angry mad? about it. Because at least when I get my car back, when the police find my car, it is clean. The windshield's clean. And you got to give them that much. Maybe credit. the engine's gone. Right. But at least the windshield is clean. I think the squeegee kids, because there's squeegee kids all over the U.S. Everywhere. But this seems to only be a problem in Baltimore. Yeah. And it seems like Baltimore, you know, it's not a city that has the greatest tempers. <laughs> they got sick of you just let them clear your shit and then drive it off. What the fuck you think this is? <laughs> we will rob your ass. Well, and then at that point, it's not even a tip. It's just you just didn't pay me for my service. Facts. <laughs> tip is extra. Right. <laughs> I, I gave you a chance to do the right thing. And since you did it, I'm going to do the wrong thing. I'm going to take the whole car now. How do you like me now? <laughs> How's that for a tip? Now, <laughs> I have a question for you. Do you think since they robbed them, mm-hmm. do you think that they actually had like a weapon on them, like a gun? Or do you think they were pretending that the squeegee was a gun? Because, you know, if you could hold mm-hmm. a squeegee in somebody's back, it's right. going to feel exactly. Or if you hold it to the side of their head. Yeah. Like if you st- from the side back here, you uh-huh. can't see if you out of their peripheral. Yeah. Just hold it to the side of their head. You would assume it's a gun. Or you, I would probably assume it's a bow and arrow. Like, oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. These so kids pointy. are shooting arrows at people. <laughs> Honey, get in the car. Let's get the fuck out of here. The <laughs> guy there, Robin Hoods, <laughs> robbing the neighborhood. <laughs> what kind of gun is perpendicular? But the the comment, I want to go back to the comment because that's funny to, to comment, me. Right. Whoever that was, and and so this also makes me think that this is like a recurring problem. Right. Like this is just a one time occurrence. Like this is something that has been happening. Oh, there's a whole full page ad that was taken up. <laughs> this is debate. Baltimore squeegee kids have been a source of hot, racialized debate, law enforcement confusion, and political puzzlement for decades. In 1985, the city council voted 11-7, splitting along white-black lines to ban the practice and call for arrest. Black council members saw the proposal as racist. They said these squeegee kids are just regular folk trying to make a dollar. Until they rob you, man. I mean, that's usually how robbery starts. I really feel like they're innocent, man. But Cass wasn't tipping. They just had enough. You got to treat your people, these squeegee kids, with respect and pay them what they're worth or close to it. Or they will take they gonna take your Volvo, though. Yeah, I just feel bad for the innocent squeegee guys that are out there that are really just trying to make an honest living. Facts. And now they got this bad rap. Facts. I can't wait to hear the word squeegee in a rap song. You know what I'm saying? I can't tell you last time I heard that word. I never heard it in a rap song. I, I can't tell you last time I heard it, period. Look out, we're the squeegee boys. Bringing terror to the streets like a Ouija board. What's our next story? Mysterious New York City squirrel attacks rise in Queens neighborhood. Over 20 unprovoked squirrel attacks. Wow. 20. First of all, what squirrel attacks are provoked? Like, what are you, how are you provoking a squirrel? I've never gone outside and seen somebody flinching a squirrel. Well, dogs have some beef with squirrels, for yeah, sure. Yeah, I think these are talking about people. Yeah, people being, yeah, people being attacked. <laughs> squirrel, squirrels don't normally, squirrels usually mind their business. I've never been in a squirrel situation where I felt threatened by a squirrel. Neighbors describe it as cage match attacks. One person commented, when we leave the house, we have to carry mom's homemade pepper spray. Okay. Oh, my God. Well, first of all. This is a lot to unpack. There's the homemade pepper spray. 
Yeah, why are you being a homemade pepper spray? That's time consuming. Very much so. And is it more, do you think it's more powerful than the store-bought pepper spray? Why do you think she's making it at home? Maybe, oh, oh, you know what this, actually now that I'm like about to make fun of this woman, it's Mm -hmm. like, Actually sounds like a project I might take on. Only because maybe this homemade pepper spray has organic ingredients. I'm sure it doesn't. Maybe it's used, like, just got cayenne pepper. No. It sounds like it's just black pepper sprinkled in some pine salt, like some some light salt spray. <laughs> I can't believe it's 25 squirrel attacks. I don't know what norm, what New York's normal squirrel attack rate is, mm-hmm. but I will say that 20 sounds kind of high. And I'm trying to think what could potentially be going on that would anger these squirrels. Oh my God, this guy lost half a finger. Squirrels have sharp teeth. You know what it is? I think there's less people outside because of COVID. Mm-hmm. And, you know, a lot of like street animals, rodents, Possum, squirrels, not their board, they're hungry. They count on human garbage to eat. But we're still putting our trash out. Yeah, but like, I'm talking they like, can go in my trash can. It's still there. A lot of trash cans are covered. I'm, I'm talking like the like the leftover food packages on the floor, etc. Stuff like that. The little hot dogs might fall off. Things of that nature are far in between. Maybe. I still see a lot of trash. I actually see a lot of trash outside yeah. now. Because people are just like, fuck it, and they're just throwing trash everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> Since it's the apocalypse. Michelle Frederick, 56, told the New York Post she was attacked by a squirrel December 21st. The squirrel didn't care. It just wanted something. It wanted blood, she said. <laughs> she said These are real words, fam. <laughs> For a few days afterwards, I will come out with a shovel just in case, looking around. This is real life. Candace, wake up, okay? <laughs> Yeah, you're like that person in the scary movie that's the last to no. believe the shit and what they get you died. Like, you know, you want your leg to get to the car on the way out and then now we all eating up because your ass is taking your time coming to terms with the logic. Okay, squirrels are eating people. We have video. <laughs> Pictures and shit, quotes. All right, you watch many Disney movies. These motherfuckers are vicious. To people in New York, please be careful out there. This is wild. I'm not going to New York. I'm canceling my flight. Because of squirrels. Yes. Wait. Yes. <laughs> yes, because of squirrels. Flesh. These are not the dizzy squirrels you're used to. Candace, read the articles. These are not the squirrels from Bambi. It's all here. It's happening. <laughs> They're going to get you. Our next post, it says, Detroit woman claims her porch was stolen while she was at work. Now, this sounds not, that just can't be real, right? And when you first hear that, you're like, there's no way okay, that's porch. She probably meant like the, the porch bench. Yeah, some people like to exaggerate their homes. Exactly. That was a stoop. Maybe a uh, porch light. Right. A lamp. A couple, bush. A couple of steps. Yeah, you know. She posted, I want to know why somebody stole my front porch. I hate Detroit, bro. <laughs> when a woman starts using bro, bro, she's pissed, fam. She was working at the Chrysler plant where she builds trucks when a thief stole the porch. You then look at the pictures and the porch is actually missing. It's gone, guys. And we're talking about a porch that was covering the whole. It was it's over 50 percent of the front of her house. Guys, the porch is gone. It's gone. (laughs) We're talking one, two, three, four, five, six. Nine steps leading to the front door. It's gone. (laughs) Gutted. She has a new garage. (laughs) It's gone. 
This isn't exaggeration. Yeah, no, there's a legit giant hole in the front of her house. You know what's scary? Hmm. They're coming back for the rest of the house. The windows, those Mm. pillars, (laughs) they're going to come back for the awning. All of it. The only thing that makes sense, there must have been somebody who lived in the house before then that passed that hide millions of dollars in the steps. But even so, just crawl under the stairs and get no, the money. No, it's in the steps. Oh. It's in the concrete. Like they poured it into yeah, the Yeah, they're going to need more time. So they have to take the porch. You ever see the guys just take the whole ATM? <laughs> take the ATM, yeah. Instead of the money? They're like, all right, we just got to take the yeah, whole like, fucking liquor store. We can't get in here, so. <laughs> and they're going to catch us. The liquor we... store door is locked. Take the whole fucking store then, man. We got to go. <laughs> we take the sledgehammer to the store. The cops are going to get us. The whole so. porch, the whole porch. <laughs> Put it in the truck. We got to go. We just tried another day. No, man. The whole shit. And then you, how do you get away? Who's the getaway car for a porch? Bruh. You just have a whole trailer? Obviously, you're looking for a, a six-wheeler. <laughs> this is <laughs> out of your average no. uh, bitty van. There's a U-Haul. On with, the run. With 16 wheels. Blacked out U-Haul. <laughs> just no license plate. Speeding down the whatever freeway they have it. in Detroit. <laughs> Detroit. Oh. You know, like how they have home improvement shows? Mm-hmm. This is the opposite of whatever that is. <laughs> yeah, this What's is, the opposite of improvement? This is a home deterioration. <laughs> <laughs> Who would host that? I don't know, man. But the porch is the, the, the whole, she got a new garage. Imagine you coming home and your bathroom is missing. I'd be pissed off. I fucking sit the whole bathroom. God. Property value just drastically dipped. It is like a room come and just gone. 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 She got to jump to her front door. Ain't that a bitch? Man, God bless this lady. Man, I wish she could start a GoFundMe. I want to I want to chip in for the new porch like, straight too. up. If you hear this, reach out to us. I got $8 on it for the new porch and, you know, hopefully others. And I'll double that. Yeah, so she got 16. <laughs> yeah, make sure that yeah, let me check with Candy. Make sure it clears. <laughs> I have a history. I have a history. Canada's history. <laughs> our next segment is the phone friend. Now, this week, joining us for our phone refresh segment is our very special guest. You've seen her upload on Amazon and Netflix's history of swear words. Please welcome my very talented, hilarious friend, actress, comedian, writer, Zaynab Johnson. What up, though? Zaynab. Hello, friends. Hello, hello, hello. What up, Z? How you doing? I'm pretty good, actually. I'm very good. It's I'm in Vancouver. It's cold AF. Oh, yeah, it's real cold today. We, uh, you know, we're cold here in LA right now. We're probably what? It's 62. 62, right man. Yeah. Please, Please, if you don't be quiet with that blast, 62. Right now. <laughs> Let me tell you, five <laughs> more degrees. Blast <laughs> I had to put on a jacket today. Today, do you understand, man? A jacket. Candace, it is. 21 degrees for me right now. Oh, okay, no. 21. Oh, my God. Yes. You, should, you should call 911. I would. My <laughs> <laughs> I got frostbite just hearing it. <laughs> so, that we brought you on, man, because we know everybody's been through it. You know, we all have neighbors. As an entertainer, we know you lived all around the world. You've seen it all. You've done it all. So, go ahead. Give us one of your favorite nightmare neighbor stories or it could be a good neighbor story whatever you prefer and uh you know we'll chime in when, when uh we you know when, when, when it fancies us yeah this might be a plot twist but i think i'm the nightmare neighbor <gasps> oh 
Wow. Dun, dun, dun. Man, I look forward. The plot thickens. <laughs> I mean, at least here. So, okay, you guys know that we're dealing with, like, all of these, like, COVID restrictions, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And I am strictly in Vancouver to work. And I'm not trying to be the person that shuts down 100 other people's livelihood because right. I can't follow the rules and restrictions of my building. Right. So... Like a week ago, the first time it happens, and this is why I think it's me because it's happening m- multiple times. <laughs> the first time it happened, like in my building, it's plastered everywhere, right? Two people per elevator, unless you guys are from the same household, right? It could be 10 of y'all in that elevator if y'all come from the same household. Yeah, but right. it's not. It's two people <laughs> per elevator, yeah. right? right? So I'm on an elevator with one guy, and we're in completely opposite corners. And then there's another woman that walks up to the elevator right before the door closes. And she knows that it's only two people. So she looks, sees the situation. It's two of us. She says, oh, okay, and steps back. Then the guy on the elevator with me says, oh, you can come in. And then she comes in. I said, oh, no, miss, I'm sorry. We're at capacity. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, hold on. Hold on, hold on, Zayda. I got to pause. I got to pause you. How big... How big is the elevator, though? This is like a Los Angeles elevator, which is pretty big, or this is like a New York elevator, which is a closet. Do, the reason why that don't matter is because I told you all the information you need to know. <laughs> the building says that She's correct, two people Tindale. per elevator. Okay, yeah. so I don't care if the elevator is the size of a studio apartment or Rihanna's penthouse <laughs> on Broadway. I do not care. It's plastered. This two people says. per elevator because we're not trying to get COVID. That's real. The lady, the lady, she, she, she already knew, right? So she said, oh, oh, I'm so sorry. And I felt bad. I felt like I had just her, but she was really trying to follow the rules. But the guy, he, it was his fault. And you know what he said when I said, oh, oh, man, brag capacity is two people per elevator. Uh-huh. She, he was like, oh, oh, is it? I wanted to back. <laughs> like you know what it is he was like motherfucker I can read <laughs> thank you like sir the sign is right in front the sign right. is at your eye level sir you had to see the sign to press the button and you live here I'm a visitor right right <laughs> you this, know this. this ain't your first elevator right <laughs> The ride up to our floors is awkward. It's shit, you know, like it's just real awkward and intense. And it's because y'all, I would have respected if when I said we're at capacity, I would have respected if he was like, "Oh, my apologies, I should have asked you." Uh-huh. Right? Because that's all it really like. Some people don't care about that, you know. Like Kennedy, you might have felt like, "Oh, this elevator is big enough." You know, we don't. You know, it could be more people, but you mm-hmm. got to at least ask the other stranger in the situation with you. Yes. Right. You know, he looked at you and he was like, you know what? She'll survive. That, that's that, that's She looked all. healthy. He looked at you like, this, this woman, it looked like she take care of herself. <laughs> Even if she get COVID, she don't be all right. Why don't you come on in and give us COVID real quick? <laughs> so then the next day. Oh, no. The first time I was going up, the next day I'm going down, right? I'm just trying to get out the building. Yeah. So I, I'm waiting for the elevator. The elevator finally comes and it's two people already on the elevator. And I can see they're standing in opposite corners. They're not talking. They don't know each other. They're not from the same household. So what do I do? I respect the rule. I said, oh, okay, I'll catch the next one. And they were like, thank you. Have a good day. I wait another minute. The elevator comes. It's only one guy on the elevator. I get on the elevator with him, right? You know, pleasant streets. Hey, how are you? Good day. All of that, right? Mm -hmm. As we're riding down, it stops at like another floor before it gets to the lobby. So there's a guy waiting to get on the elevator. 
and he must have been waiting so long that he tried to get on backwards. Like he tried <laughs> to step on backwards. He tried to back into the elevator and uh, that not change any No, it does. That's smart. That's smart. Because he was trying to pretend he didn't see y'all anyway. Yes. He was like, yes. don't ask for permission. Say sorry. That's oh. how he lives his life. I didn't see you two here. <laughs> and guess what? I said, oh, oh, sir, I'm so sorry. We're at capacity. You have to step off. <laughs> We're at capacity. And, and the guy was upset when he got off. He was like, it's just taking so long. I'm like, I know, sir. I'm so sorry, but you have to step off. Thank you. We are at capacity. And I know, I know that that is insult to injury because not only am I stopping you from doing what you want to do, but just the word capacity. Like, I can say we're full. I can say, oh, no, it's only to be read. But just that we're at capacity. I don't know. It just adds a certain level of insult. For sure. You know yeah. what I'm saying? <laughs> when you say that, it sounds like you own the building. It, I was about to say, Zainab, they might hire you to be the elevator operator. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, she works here. My bad. But, but just know, you guys, I'm an equal opportunist, like, capacity. At one point, like, two days later, I'm now waiting for the elevator again. And there was these nice young kids on the elevator, like, probably 19, 20 years old. It was about three or four, and I'm having a good time. And I saw that the elevator was full, and I sat back, and, and the guy was like, oh, no, 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 you can come on. I said, oh, no, you guys are at capacity. I'll wait. <laughs> <laughs> I'll wait. <laughs> there is something very empowering about telling people what they can and cannot do. Yeah. So I'm sure after encounters with me last week on the elevator, I'm sure people went into their apartments or to their friends and was like, this girl in this building. Mm-hmm. You the mean you're, elevator you're the lady. Neighbor. You're the mean elevator lady. One hundred percent. You know what? And you're temporary. At the end of me shooting this show and it not and it going off without a hitch, I'm gonna be like, I'm so happy I told them that we was at capacity. Because imagine that, Kansas. Imagine if a week from now I tested positive for COVID right. or something like that. You All I would be thing. thinking about. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I would be thinking, yeah, like uh, right. it was when I left them on the elevator. Yep. Yeah. You know, you know what's funny? Like, I feel like half the building hates you, but the other half really appreciates you. Yeah. You know? Like when you leave, it's gonna be sad. Like they're gonna see you with your bags waiting for your Uber and they're gonna be they gonna come out and salute you. you they go, you're gonna be so surprised. They're gonna play some sad music. <laughs> they all come out and put their flags in the air. They'll appreciate me. I'll, yeah. I'll take yeah. it. I'll take it. But also, no, I'm completely fine if that's not the case. For sure. Oh, She's yeah. like, they can hate me all day. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Zainab. So before we go to ad break, we want to offer you, would you like to stay for our next segment? It's called Karen of the Week, where we, you know, we just kind of discuss different Karens around the world and the crazy stuff that they're doing. Sure, I'll stay. Let's talk about these Karens. Perfect. All right. Well, let's go to a break real quick, and then we'll be right back with Karen of the Week. This episode is brought to you by Amazon Prime. You know Amazon Prime is not just a shipping subscription, right? It's got everything, including streaming TV and movies on Prime Video. And of course, Prime's fast, free shipping. Go from watching your favorite shows to getting your favorite things. Whatever you're into, it's on Prime. Visit Amazon.com slash Prime to get more out of whatever you're into. All right, we are back. And our Karen of the Week is where we directly address someone who was caught being an R-word. And that could mean racist. Raggedy. Rude. Rambunctious. We've used repugnant before. Repugnant. I'm a uh, fan of repugnant. You know, radical. Yeah, this person usually isn't self-aware and they ruin things for other people. Anybody could be Karen, even a male. 
Alright. So, the Karen of the Week award goes to... Border Patrol agent allegedly sprays urine on supervisor's desk days before retiring. Mm. This happened at a Buffalo Border Patrol station in Tarawanda, New York. I didn't even realize New York had African countries. Tarawanda. <laughs> Which is pretty dope. Now, it says that Eduardo is the guy's name. He sprayed urine on the desk. Chair. Didn't stop there. Keyboard. Books and personal items. Damn it. On a family photo, dog? <laughs> Eduardo was pissed. Literally. Now, this, this brings up a good question, though, because I'm not sure if the carrot is Eduardo or is it the boss? Correct. Brandon Steele. <laughs> Correct. And why is it called Agent? You're just Border Patrol. Relax. <laughs> I'm an agent. What, what do you do? Well, you know, I, I, I stop. Uh, <laughs> stand by the wall and keep my eye on things. Well, let, let's analyze this a little bit further. I'm going to ask Zainab, have you ever retaliated by peeing on anybody's anything? No, never. No, 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 no. No one's ever pissed you off enough to pee on their family photo? No, no, no one has ever pissed me off enough. Because let me just tell you, the the time that it takes for me to undress my pants, to pull them down, I'll come to my senses. Wow. The moment the zipper is coming down, I'm like, you know what? Something better can be done. You're like, wait a second. I'm an adult. Yeah, no, no. But I don't think he's a Karen. Both of them are. I don't think Eduardo Flores is a Karen. Mm. Oh, go on. <laughs> Plead your case for Eduardo. This was his last day, right? He was retiring. He yeah. wasn't fired. He was retiring. He was retiring. Mm-hmm. That that means that his boss was a pain in the ass. Yes. For yeah. so long that Eduardo said, you know what? When on my last day, when I know my 401k is safe, when I know my pension is in the bag, yeah. ooh, I'm a spray on him like he was spraying spit on me every time he yelled at me. <laughs> but just like you said, you do, Eduardo was probably like, we ain't even doing nothing here. Right. <laughs> we ain't doing that. Why you owe me, dog? Thanks, <laughs> bro. You over-supervising. We ain't doing nothing. And he did it on video. The article reads, video surveillance footage shows that Flores began to spray pour a substance throughout the cubicle and over the supervisory's agent's belongings and continue this action for about one minute. A minute? <laughs> a minute long piss? See, see, I, I actually really like, I mean, I don't like what he did, but I like the planning because he had it in a spray bottle and everything. So that yeah. means this could have been days of piss. Yes. It could have been days of piss. He was planning like he was ready to close out the week. Yeah. And that lets me know like, if you're not, if you're just not mentally ill, that lets me know that your supervisor did something to you. Facts. So yeah. wrong. Pissed you mm-hmm. off. So so bad that she was like, you know what? I want to know what the supervisor did. That's who I want to talk to. What did you do? I know you did something. He's facing up to a year in jail. For piss? Mm-hmm. Oh. For that piss. seems pretty steep for piss. Well, it depends how much water was in the urine. <laughs> Probably like destruction of government or state property. Yeah, Yeah, that type of stuff. But you know what, see, okay, so here's why I don't feel like it's a Karen. Whenever I see Karen videos, I feel like it's impromptu. Like, that's the thing about a Karen. It's like they walk out their house on a Tuesday and then they see an opportunity Mm. to be a nuisance, to be unreasonable. You get what I'm saying? Like, I'm just walking through a park. Oh, wait, is he watching birds? Oh, let me Uh, ruin his day. Yeah, let me go ruin his day. You know what I'm saying? That's a great point. 
That's a great point. Yeah, it's not really planned. If mm-hmm. it was, then they would do a much better job. At, you know, like... Yeah, right. yeah. 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 But this, this a, seems very much planned. Yeah, it was premeditated for sure. This was. Yeah. Yeah, because you can't just, out of nowhere, be like, yeah, I'm going to just start pissing on something, you know? Yeah, no, that's it. There Again, he's he was pushed to this. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he, was, he was pushed to this, yeah. man. And they said the cleaning fee costs... Four hundred and fifty-eight dollars to clean everything. Four hundred and fifty-eight dollars worth of piss. Yeah. So we want to ask you now because here's yeah. this is where we rate on a scale of one to ten. Mm-hmm. How many ask the managers? Uh, where would you rank this, Karen? Now I know we're not he's, we're not really calling my Karen at well, this point. Well, the agent. Hey, Brandon's still the boss. Is yes, Karen. not not the guy that we're talking about. But how many ask the managers on a scale of one to ten? Would you give? the boss in this situation agent brandon Steele. i would say that he was probably maybe like a seven Mm, yeah because that's again like that's a lot for you to you're retiring see this would be this would be he would be a karen or this would be like improvised if he just got fired that day and it's like you know what epic i'm pissing on everything you got but to know it's your last day, you could be free. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like you yeah. retired and you close. could not leave gracefully. You had to leave in a petty way. <laughs> that yeah. means that means that he did something so egregious to mm. you. And it, or it might have been a bunch of things throughout the year. So I, I feel like seven. I definitely agree with that. And yeah. I think I like the score of seven versus a 10 because oftentimes we don't realize our boss is a dick because their boss is a dick. A lot of times their demands is coming from above. It's right. not They're even just that they want to do orders. this shit. They just following orders, yeah. man. So are you also giving this person a seven? Yeah, I like that score. I do too. I think yeah. it's solid. <laughs> Could you imagine that sitting in a job interview? Like, oh, why did you leave your last job? Well, you know, I pissed on my uh, wow. cubicle. Right. So um, once I had to pay up the 400 to be cleaning fine, you know, I had, they just let me go. So, you know. <laughs> Right, he probably retired after he pissed on his boss's back. So he's like, you know what? I'm retired. <laughs> he ain't about to fire me, motherfucker. <laughs> Zainab, you have been a delightful guest. Thank you for calling in and sharing your personal nightmare neighbor story. Thank you. Where can everyone find you on social media and where can they see you? Every social media platform is my name, Zainab Johnson, Z-A-I-N-A-B Johnson. And you guys, if you haven't watched Upload on Prime, then make sure you do that. And it's the swear words and 100 humans on Netflix. And yeah, that's it. Awesome, man. We thank you so much, Zainab. Thank you, Zainab. Thank you, guys. All righty. Take care. Bye. Bye, Z. Bye. All right. Now we've made it to our Won't You Be My Neighbor segment. This is where we like to throw in a little positivity because a lot of these posts can be a little negative. So we want to change the vibe a little bit and throw in a little Mr. Rogers energy. So put your cardigans on. Yeah, put your cardigans on. Put on a nice pair of uh, home slippers. Get cozy. Got a Snuggie. Maybe throw that on top of the cardigan. Why not? Layer it up. really warm. Hell, put a comforter over the Snuggie too. And a duvet. I want your ass sweating when you listen to this. (laughs) Sweat it out for our neighbor of the week. So this story reads, a man puts out a fire on his neighbor's doorstep caused by a firework. Now, the location is unknown, but the post says Brandon was out when he got a doorbell notification. Upon opening the app, 
he noticed someone putting out a fire on his doorstep caused by a firework. He later found out that the friendly man who put out the fire is a neighbor who lives just down the street. Hashtag good neighbor day. I love it, man. That's beautiful. That's 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 just great. Just you know, just coming out, checking your door and just to see your neighbor saving your property. That's a great sight. Caused by a firework that he most likely lit. Put himself. Most likely lit. I mean, come on. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean, let's, let's be honest. Nevertheless. I love, nevertheless. I love how immediately we turn him into a villain. We have a hero. We have a clear hero here. He's a clear hero because he could have left. <laughs> Whether he did or not. You know what I'm saying? He could have left. Because fuck it. Fuck it. Because fuck it, man. Because <laughs> nothing matters. That's the attitude of the world right now. But yeah. you know what's interesting is that we're saying that what if, what if this guy lit the firework himself and mm. then told the neighbor so he could be the hero? That's actually a thing. Like, there's been stories in like true crime like uh reports about how like there'll be a fire firefighter yeah. who started a forest fire to put it out so he could be the hero. Right. Like that's right, real. Right. Like that's a real thing. That so I wouldn't happen. put this past. But I, I in my heart I would hope that this is not what that is. Yeah. I truly believe the neighbor didn't start the fire. Yeah. Now the more that I think about it, because Brandon seems like the guy that knows his neighbor. Anybody who's going to go out of his way to report something that good, mm-hmm. he's very friendly. Mm-hmm. He's the type of neighbor that he brings over. You know, when you move in, he brings over some... Uh, brownies. Yeah, some brownies. Sponge cake. But shout out to this guy, man, because that could have ended ugly. Not only did he save his neighbor's house, he saved possibly other neighbor's houses. Yeah, if that whole place had caught on fire, who knows? Right. If other ones next to it would have also caught on fire. That's a risk. Facts. You know, he could have killed squirrels. He could have killed. Well, if they were these rabid squirrels that are attacking people, you wouldn't have cared. That's that's true. But I don't want I don't want to, you know, squirrel squirrel like that. I just want them to stop. That's all. (laughs) Teach him a lesson. We don't know how many squeegee kids was in the house. Right. He could have saved so many. So many people, man. So. To you guys listening, never underestimate the power of being a good person and especially a good neighbor, man. Keep that in mind when you out there living your lives. Go out of your way to make somebody else's day. Yeah. It's and important. Sometimes you look around and you're like, you just see all these terrible stories. Because I do. When I go on my neighborhood apps, I'm like, oh, my God, this is awful. Sometimes mm-hmm. I don't even check it because it gives me anxiety. Facts. <laughs> I'm like, I can't. Who has a machete outside? Real talk. But then you have to realize maybe you could be that good story. Mm-hmm. Maybe just because you don't see it on your app doesn't mean that that can't be you. Be a trendsetter. Do it. We believe in you because you believe in us. <laughs> they don't believe in us. It don't matter. <laughs> it don't matter. It's just not about what they believe. I live in my own universe. You hear me? This has been Nosy Nick. You guys. <laughs> if you enjoyed our Won't You Be My Neighbor segment, we do this every, every episode. Week. Every episode. Yeah, man. Yeah. Same because it's important to do it. I think, actually, we've been doing every segment every episode. We are. They're like, we got it. Well, well, we know. <laughs> well, we know. But it's, you know, just because it's not your first episode, no me it ain't your cousin's first episode. Okay? Just be patient with us. <laughs> But we appreciate you guys for tuning in. Make sure you tune in for next episode of Nosy Neighbors. My name is Chinadu Unaka. You can find me on Twitter at Chinadu Comedy. That's Chin, 
edu comedy or on instagram at chin edu un aka that's chin education united nations also known as i know it's a lot i fall asleep every time every time because i do it to you <laughs> i have that effect on people and i'm candace thompson and you can find me at Jokes by Candace on social media. See how quick that was? Yeah, well, you know, hey. See how my parents thought about my future when they named me? And my dad's name was Chris. That's a whole other story. <laughs> but, uh, you know, he didn't want to be forget where I came from. And I told him I had a good memory, but I get it. Till next time, guys. Nosy Neighbors comes out every Thursday, only on Spotify. Be sure to hit that follow button on Spotify so you never miss an episode. Nosy Neighbors with me, Chitta Duanaki. And me, Candace Thompson, is a Spotify original podcast. We executive produce the show. Special thanks to our producers, Allison Johnson and Tierra Darnell. Michael Hardman edits the show. Our executive producer from Spotify is Gina Delback. Special thanks to Robert Adler, Dan Behar, Casey Simonson, and Tari Miller. Make sure to follow Nosy Neighbors only on Spotify.